welcome to the Seismic Spotlight podcast. I'm Amy Bourbeau, co-founder of sustainability consultancy Seismic and a passionate B Corp expert. Our Seismic Spotlight series aims to shine a light on the people and businesses working to be an increasingly impactful force for good. This series is all about B Corps, a movement that is close to my heart and the gold standard certification for responsible business. We hope it inspires others to join the B Corp movement and make a seismic difference. Innocent launched in 1999 after selling their first smoothies at a music festival. Over 20 years later, they now make all sorts of smoothies, juices and healthy drinks, all part of their quest to help people live well and die old. From the start, Innocent has tried to do business the right way. And in June 2018, they successfully certified as a B Corp and have been flying the flag for the movement ever since. Over the last two decades, Innocent has grown exponentially while managing to keep their values embedded, even with the growth and expansion of their team, supply chain, and product ranges. This is just part of what I discussed today with Innocent CEO, Douglas Lamont. Douglas has been on the Innocent scene for 15 years. He lives and breathes his company and is a huge advocate for both the brand and the B Corp movement. We cover some really great insights in our session, including how B Corp lends itself to securing high quality talent, the collective value and collaborative nature of the B Corp community, and the importance of sharing and learning from your B Corp journey in order to help others on theirs. I'm delighted to have had the chance to discuss with him Innocent's B Corp journey and hope to use their experience to inspire other businesses to make the leap and consider B Corp certification. I hope you enjoy our seismic spotlight on Innocent Drinks. Welcome to the Seismic Spotlight podcast, Douglas. Thank you, Amy. Great to be here. It's lovely to have you. And we always start these out by kind of trying to understand what the story for you has been around how Innocent decided to pursue B Corp certification. So could you share a bit of context about how that decision came about? Yeah, I, look, I, th- I think the first thing to say is it feels like we've always been a B Corp. You know, our, our purpose is to make natural, delicious food and drink that helps people and the planet to live well and die old. And if, if there was ever a B Corp purpose, that that was it. And, and so as a company, we've been living and breathing that for a long time. Uh, when when I took over, I, I, you know, and the founders sort of moved on, what I was really pleased with is we continue to kind of commit to that purpose and actually probably deepen our responsibility and delivery against that purpose. Um, and I felt that, you know, that it was really important to go through the certification for two reasons. One, to sort of prove you know, it, it does what it says on the tin type mindset of, yes, even though the founders have moved on, Innocent was a business that was still truly living up to its sort of purpose, vision and values. But more importantly, I think the the context had moved on, which is, you know, in the early days, we saw, we saw you know, if you want our brand of sustainable capitalism being a kind of point of difference and an interesting one. And, you know, being very sustainable and very focused on our people, we, we almost celebrated the fact that we were kind of unique. I think as, as the context changed and we all realised that the sustainability crisis was bigger and deeper and more urgent than probably even we realised back then in the, in the early 2000s, there was a need for that sense of collaboration and collectivism. And that's, that's mainly the thing that really attracted me to B Corp was that sense of, you know, spirit of, yes, let's do this together. Let's collaborate to move faster. And so it's that bit more than the certification bit that I think, you know, 
was was what was attractive to me you know give, having a much louder collective voice suddenly felt a lot more important absolutely and i think i think you've you've touched on there that the element of you know one of the the major joys and benefits uh and one of the power behind b corp is that community aspect of how it is you know truly a group of really like-minded businesses who are putting their heads together to tackle problems and issues that we are all facing and you know that that idea of of being stronger together um so it's, it's wonderful to hear that and, and i think it, it's important to call out that it was a real leadership a show of leadership from innocent to take that step because at the time that you certified you know you were once you certified you were the biggest b corp in the uk and there was only i would guess around 120 b corps in the uk at that time Quite often we see, uh, I have companies come to me and they're concerned about certifying because maybe they think, well, there aren't that many other people in our industry who have done it yet. Or is there a strong enough awareness of what B Corp is? And they're, I think, a bit afraid to put their head above the parapet or to to take that step before maybe too many other people have. And it seemed at the time, you know, like you say, very true to who you are and that that actually that wasn't a concern for you is that true it was never a concern for you or yeah i mean we, we we've always been the idiot that sort of <laughs> tries to do things first and tries to take a leadership position but 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 not just to then oh go right we've done it we're moving on actually i think the the great thing about innocent and influencing wider change is definitely in our dna what what, what we've always tried to do is is do something do the hard yards to prove it's possible to prove a kind of case study if you like but then you know, share with others how we did it, why we did it, and show what's possible. You know, ultimately, innocence about possibilities. And and I think, so B Corp, I think, was another great example where we sort of stepped up to the plate and said, no, we're going to do it. We're going to show that it works for big companies as well as small companies. And that, you know, since then, we've definitely used our voice to try and influence you know that wider change and shift more companies to, to, to B Corp or think about sustainable development goals or whatever it may be just ultimately to show that you know this is for big companies too and i think that that was important so yeah it's that it's that leadership with a helping hand to 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 encourage others to follow i think is definitely in our dna yeah and so and so appreciated in the community you know for to have you there as kind of a, a a shining example of of what you can do and you know, I think you, you you touched on the fact that obviously you, you felt like you'd always been a B Corp and it did feel like, you know, um, it made sense for you to certify. You always had this reputation of being a mindful, sustainable business. But even so, I think that through the time that we've been working with you, you've seen the way that you've used the B Impact Assessment, which is the, the tool. So the B Impact Assessment is the questionnaire that's at the heart of the B Corp certification framework. And you've used that as a kind of mechanism to not only measure what you're doing, but to improve it. Um, can you can you talk about how, even though you were already doing great stuff and Innocent's always been a leader, how that tool of the BIA and being a B Corp has helped you to continue to improve your impact? Yeah, definitely. And I, a continuous improvement has been key but before we get to that it's probably worth sharing i think the biggest mistake we made through the process and 
you know, you said, what was I afraid of? <laughs> the one thing that I was a bit paranoid about was that, you know, obviously we've been talking about what a sustainable, progressive business we were, that when we went through the B impact assessment first time, you know, we'd, we'd be way off the score and it'd be like, oh, that's a bit embarrassing. Um, and so what, what the mistake I made was actually keeping that in the, before we certified the kind of knowledge about the fact that we were going to, we were doing the assessment to a really small group of people. So, it turned out fine and we actually you know certified relatively you know we got over the 80 points without really you know materially changing what we were already doing which was which was sort of good to know but then when we did this big unveil of ta-da we're a b corp like the whole business just looked at us went well what's a b corp what, what why you know does that mean we're no longer unique and went went through a we were trying to ask them to go through a journey that i'd personally been going on for about two years of why we needed to change that and, and actually so what we then did to sort of recover from that was actually put the B impact assessment into each of the teams and say, look, these are the questions, this is the detail. And, and what was lovely to see was that across each bit of the business, they took those questions, looked at them and went, oh, actually, these are really good questions about my area. So the credibility of the B Corp certification and the ability to use it as a tool to then continuously improve happened really quickly in the business. And, and so what what you've seen now over the last three years, and we're just going through recertification now, is that the teams from the bottom up have grabbed that and sort of worked against those questions as they were as they were making day to day decisions to continuously improve the business, and 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 it's worked really well. So this time round, it's not me in a secret room doing the sort of top down thing. It's happened very naturally, bottom up. Um, and that's much more powerful and much more effective. Um, so, yeah, I, I think, you know, I've got bright, capable people that w want want things to be better and, and therefore, you know, giving them this tool in a really structured way has, be has been really powerful. Yeah, I think we, we see that a lot, that what you spoke to there of companies who, no matter the size, you know, you as you mentioned, you're obviously a larger organization, but smaller companies as well. Any size, any company that I've worked with, once they've gone through the assessment, they've gone multiple times throughout that. Gosh, that is such a good point. We never thought to measure that before, or truly, I don't really know, or I know that maybe we're doing that in this location, but maybe not in all locations. And it just acts as this grounding kind of force for really looking at things in a holistic way and uncovering opportunities and aspects of the business that you might not have thought about before. To totally. And I think, you know, at Innocent, one of the challenges that we always had was everybody, you know, ultimately because of our purpose, because of the way we recruit against that, you know, we had lots of people that wanted to do loads of amazing things to sort of support people and the planet, but they were quite often random pet projects and, and and so you'd have loads of ideas coming which all which sort of individually had merit and was quite hard to say no to again what the b impact assessment and and the sort of b corp score has enabled us to do is just organize our decisions and our thoughts and have rationale for when we say no to stuff as well as when we say yes to stuff and actually in our case it was often the saying how to say no to you know what on the face of it is a nice good idea the, the B impact assessment has just helped us organize our thoughts and our decision making in a in a better way. I, I also think it's made the B Corp experience has made me a better and braver leader because partly because of the scoring system, but partly because I've now got another, you know, 500 CEOs 
who I can call up and say, oh, we, you know, paternity policy was a great example in our case where, you know, I'd definitely been sitting on the fence pre-B Corp of should we introduce a sort of matching paternity policy to our maternity policy. I had a couple of conversations with other B Corp leaders who'd done it and said, yeah, I felt exactly the same way as you. We did it and it was fine. Allowed me to go, oh, let's just go for it and see what happened. And, and guess what? It's been fine, if not better than that. It's made us more agile because the whole company, we've got more people coming and going. We've learned how to deal with that agility way better than we were doing when it, we were just dealing with it as a maternity issue. And, you know, it's things like that. You just think, God, that, you know, that that was a much quicker, better decision I made because I'm part of this community and, and, and that has value in itself. It's, it's so important to not just be in an echo chamber or to or to have pe- those people to kind of call up and lean on and learn from and collaborate with and I know you all do that so well uh, so that yeah it's really nice to hear in practical terms how that's impacted you at all levels of the business you know from a leadership level as well as in different teams within the organization yeah and look being a leader in today's you know, there's a lot of pressures on on everybody right right now, and and you know, the, not only to, to to deliver you know a successful business, but also to do it absolutely in the right way. And and that you know that constant balancing off, ha- having others around you, you know, through the B Corp community that you know can champion that, can cheer you on, can give you a bit of bravery. It's it's just yeah, just really powerful and and, and helpful. So. You know, it's like a, like a support group, I suppose, but 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 a, but a powerful one. And and you know, we know we know that it's not easy to make these choices. I think it's. I find it quite hard to describe sometimes to people the the feeling and the and the strength and the camaraderie of the B Corp community. I think it really is something that you have to be a part of or be around to understand. It's it sounds. Um, it can sometimes sound a bit schmaltzy or um, culty even <laughs> when you try and describe, but it's it's so strong. And actually, I always encourage people to even just attend B Corp socials or just speak to people in the community if they're interested in certifying to try and understand that that feeling and that support yeah, I, network. I think the really nice thing is it happens at different levels as well. So, yeah, there's a kind of CEO talking shop. Uh, as part of that but but more importantly actually the functional experts get you know the way that they get together to talk about problems or challenges or or just share you know you know outside in of what's going on in the world about a particular topic you know often in companies even like innocent you, you might have one or two experts in a certain area and for them to be able to tap into a bunch of like-minded people that are thinking about the same niggly challenges that they are and talk very specifically to that group in a very open very collaborative way without worrying about ndas and all this kind of stuff it's it's, it's just good for, for you know not just the the sort of senior management to talk i think it's actually more powerful at that kind of middle level where you know you voice voices and experience are being shared between different teams across different types of b corps which which is again helps the business get better go faster you know all the good things it's just good business practice but gives you a framework to do it in a way that you don't get when you're all in an industry together you're kind of you are sometimes having to collaborate but you're also competing and it's a bit niggly weirdly things like b corp you know ourselves and denon also another large b corp out there you know in the past we probably wouldn't have talked or collaborated at the moment 
you know, we're collaborating on, you know, things about people policies and certain things about sustainability because of the community. And and, and that's good. Absolutely. And it, it does kind of, um, whether you are competitors or whether you're in really different industries, if you know that you're in the B Corp community, it kind of acts as this, okay, we get each other. We know that we have some kind of shared values. We might be different in d- different ways, but but we do have something uh, that that binds us together and that you know pulls us into the same room and allows us to trust each other and learn from each other. And that's quite special. Definitely. So you you've already spoken quite a bit to how you've continued to use the B Corp framework, you know, once now that you've certified and now you're working towards recertification um, and that team members use the BIA as a way to inform the practices that they go through and the decisions that they make. Um, But it is quite a challenge. It's quite tough, especially for an organization like yourselves who are, you know, hundreds of people and growing and multiple sites and offices globally um it's quite tough to know how to embed b corp as business as usual yeah uh, but i think you've done a really great job of it and i often actually use when people come to me asking gosh how do we do this how do we really live and breathe it i often use innocence as, as an example but can you talk a bit about how you've gone about doing that and really building it into all different aspects of the business yeah, I, I think uh, pr- probably at three levels, two of which we've got right, one we've still got work, work to do on. So at a very macro level, as part of ev- everyone's objectives, we, we we give them what we call a force for good role, um, which is basically each person has a responsibility to make sure that innocence being a, a sort of force for good and that that's written down in their annual objective. So, you know, you, I think there are, there are sort of four or five themes you know cash could you be so an agitator an ambassador an activator or a protector i think they are and and you know so someone like myself would be a sort of protector and an ambassador of the overall framework others would be activators of things within you know what we're doing for b corp or or in other parts of the business so everyone's got a mindset written down every year of like how are you contributing to innocent getting better how are you contributing to that continuous improvement the, the the second thing we did particularly around sort of b corp and making sure that we kind of continuously assessed how we were progressing w- we introduced uh, a thing called beekeepers which you know when you're innocent you have to have a name a silly name for everything so beekeepers it was um and uh you know what they what effectively they are they're sort of champions and whether they sit within a geography or whether they sit within a function they're the person kind of corralling people around specifically around b corp the, the and i think we've done those two things pr- pretty well and so everyone's got a kind of broad sense of responsibility there are some people with a sort of specific eye on right what do we need to do to kind of make progress on on b corp and how do i chivy the team around me to do that the, the third bit which I wish we'd built in at the beginning. We just didn't really have the systems or, you know, the, the data sets, which which we now do and will do going forward from this point, is, is really capture the data into your day-to-day KPIs, into your day-to-day, the way that you measure stuff or the way that a system picks up, you know, measurements. Because, you know, it is a big job pulling all that data together for a B Corp through the B, B Impact Assessment. If you kind of do it in one period and then leave it all just to, you know, 
not, not worry about it for three years. When you come back to do it three years later, you're twice the size and you're in 12 more countries. Ouch. You know, how, how do you reassemble all of that data? Check where you were before, check the progress, move on. So, so we, we were a bit Heath Robinson around kind of how we did it next time round, we'll do it better so that it, it just becomes the KPIs we're collecting as a normal part of the business are B Corp measures. And, and if you do that, then hopefully certification second time round or recertification second time round will be even smoother than it has been, you know, this time. Well, that's, but I think you've, it, it is tough because, you know, a, any organization and especially one, the, the size and kind of dynamic, you know, as dynamic as Innocent is, you've um, you've got so many different kind of triggers and things moving all the time. Like you say, new offices and locations popping up and, and a growing team and, of course, new products all the time. Um, I think you've done a really great job. I mean, of course, things can always be evolved and I don't want to be biased, but I, I think you've done a really great job in actually building that in. And one of the ways that I've been really impressed with how Innocent has built in the B Corp framework and used the B Corp framework as a way to grow in a responsible way is that when you started planning for your manufacturing facility, which is a really big shift for you to, to, to start manufacturing your own products in your very impressive facility, the blender, you, from a way early stage, way back, you came to us with, look, how, what do we need to be considering from a B Corp point of view? What are all the elements? And you really use the B Corp framework as a way to check you were already doing, you know, already doing a lot in the, in the build and the process and everything. You'd taken so much into consideration, but then you made sure to kind of go back and add and consult the BIA to make sure that you were thinking of everything that you possibly could be. That's really impressive. How did how did having the BIA there help you? And do you think that you did things that you would have missed otherwise if you hadn't been consulting the BIA? Yeah, I, I think it goes back to my earlier point, which is that came from people in the business feeling that the, the B Corp questions were really credible questions in their area. So when so when we were stretching into a new area, which was ultimately building and then operating our own manufacturing facility for the first time, it, it felt like a very natural thing to do to say, okay what are the credible set of questions we should ask ourselves, you know, and, and B Corp being to hand meant that that was one of the first places, you know, we went again, but again, we started with our purpose. You know, if we're going to build a manufacturing facility, how do we make sure that it lives up to our, you know, purpose to help people and the planet? So how do we make sure that it's, you know, of course, you know, absolute zero from a sort of carbon perspective, but also how do we make it a great environment for people to work in? You know, historically, manufacturing facilities aren't exactly great for for, for people that are working there, and we, and we wanted to make sure that you know whether it was looking at the sort of B, the B Corp questions around that, or you know, sort of well certification, which is how you would normally look at you know great office environments. It's like, well, let's apply that to a factory and and see what happens. So, again, the, the blender is a great example of innocent, you know, tr trying to show how you can massively reduce energy usage in a, in, in a manufacturing context, you know, get to absolute zero, which we're very confident we're going to do once it's sort of fully up, you know, up, up and running and create a great environment for people to work. And at the same time, what we've said is we're going to completely open source all the learnings around sustainability and the, the, the way that we engage with our people in that site 
so that others can hopefully copy and you know learn, no doubt will make some mistakes and they can learn from those and go faster themselves but also with the good stuff that we're doing you know make sure that people take that you know sustainability is is a team sport as i you know it's so key that it's not just innocent doing the right thing or other b corps we have to bring not just you know 5000 companies with us 50000 100000 a million companies with us to really shift the mindset because you know without that we're not going to we're not going to change fast enough and and avoid some of the huge sustainability challenges in front of us absolutely and you so you were spoken about all these different things and the thing we haven't even mentioned yet is the fact that actually not only do you take b corp into consideration in all of these different aspects of your business and your plans and your growth but on top of that and having the team members responsible etc you actually have it built into your company scorecard so people's bonuses depend on actually whether you're hitting your your sustainability kpis yeah d- definitely i mean r- r- really important for me you know i i you know, what we did was obviously you only get officially recertified every three years but what what we were making sure was within that impact assessment we were saying right the the four or five points we're going after this year are this and these are the actions that we need to take and if we don't get there on those actions you know we have a balanced scorecard that's x number of points that you know we'll take off the balanced scorecard or if we do we'll add to the to the balanced scorecard and that ultimately drives people's bonuses so again you know, r- r- really important. I, I'm, a, I'm a great believer in, you know, what what gets measured gets done, uh, and and you know, and there's a actually there was zero pushback on that. Great pride that it it sits on our scorecard, and and again, you know, proving that you know it's front and center for the business. Literally putting your money where your mouth is, and yeah. and showing that you're it's a it's a major priority alongside. Your yeah, which, which also means that, you know, as we go through the recertification and, and we'll find out later this year, you know, where, where we end up. But, you know, we're very confident that we're going to have a, you know, have a, a meaningful jump forward from the from the sort of 93 points that we certified at first time round. Can't wait to see where what score you land at. I'm, I feel confident in that jump as well. It'll be great to see where you where you end up. Um, So kind of adjacent to B Corp and as part of the the wider movement to change the face of business, um, there is a, a campaign going on called the Better Business Act, which is really exciting and it's uh, been initiated by B-Lab, but you're actually the co-chair of it. And the aim of the Better Business Act is to change the law to require every company in the UK to consider the impact that their business has on all stakeholders, not just shareholders. So really requiring all businesses to put people and planet alongside profit. Uh, We signed up as well, obviously, uh, in full support of this. And can you tell us just a bit bit more about this and how getting the Better Business Act passed would really change business as we know it in the UK and a little bit about what companies or individuals can do to help make it happen? Yeah, so I think, first of all, say, yes, we're a B Corp. Yes, I want as many people, companies to, to become B Corps. But for some who have a very different starting context to Innocent or are coming from a place where this hasn't been part of the way that they've thought, it's a journey. And you have to kind of make small steps and, and small commitments to move towards getting B Corp certification. The, the, the Better Business Act is 
really really the sort of point where people are we're asking people to sort of stick their hand up and say yes i believe in this direction of travel i believe that all company directors and this is ultimately what we're trying to change is there's a small section called 172 of the Companies act which is terribly technical and boring but it ultimately documents what is expected of directors of companies you know the leaders of companies ultimately and and at the moment what it says is directors have an absolute responsibility to maximize profits for their shareholders and in the meantime if 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 they've got time would they please think about these other things we we don't think in today's context that's strong enough what what you've got is a whole lot of what's going on in the world as to right governments setting rules around carbon or taxes for this or you know things like you know b corp saying do this do this to get better the the companies act currently has a has a why of maximized profits and we think that why is wrong we but by by basically saying the why of the Companies Act should be to balance people, profit, and planet, then puts all these actions or all this legislation in against the right context. And without a kind of shift in mindset in leadership around the boardrooms of the UK, where the conversation is one of you know empowering directors ultimately to have the freedom to find the right balance rather than feeling that they're going against what the Companies Act says by thinking about these things. I, I think that's very liberating and empowering for directors who might be currently being pulled in multiple directions by either the law, by sort of societal pressures, or by their shareholders. Changing the Companies Act, whilst it's to some extent symbolic, it is foundational legislation. That's why the Institute of Directors and others are really supportive of this campaign, uh, because it then aligns everything and we can get the fly the flywheel moving faster and if it's if we change the law and it becomes the default for everybody i think that will have huge consequences in terms of the way that boardroom conversations happen and that's ultimately what we need here we need mindset shift and behavior shift on a on a large scale and something like the companies act can be the the trigger uh, for that starting to happen absolutely it 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 shifts the the needle from it being the companies who are progressive and who are leaders and who are choosing to get involved and make a difference to actually this should be business as usual and everybody should be considering this and acting as though people and planet matter yeah and it, they do and I, and I genuinely think the will is out there i i, I mean there's some fine that don't think like that and don't want to behave like that but I think a lot of people do. I just think they're really conflicted by, well, my lawyers are telling me that I've got to do this because the company's access this, but you know, B Corp and others are telling me I should behave like this to become a B Corp, and the law is talking about this from a carbon you know, tax perspective or whatever it may be. All, all we're trying to do is get all these things lined up so that there's there's less confusion and we all move quickly in the, in the one direction because it, it's, it's not necessarily a, a should, it's a we must all be thinking like this because you know i don't know if you you know the, the reports that keep coming out ahead of cop 26 are saying that we're missing you know we're not going to hit the one and a half degrees unless everybody steps up even more and goes even faster and whilst that's not a great message to hear uh it's the reality and 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 therefore you know all, all we're trying to do with the campaign is just encourage people that want to make that leap to to cr- give them the right context to then move quicker Absolutely. And like you say, it's giving that permission and the the nudge for for people to be able to 
to do more. Yeah. And, you know, you, you've mentioned it already, but innocent, I think you personally, Douglas, I've seen obviously the way that you openly congratulate competitors when they join the B Corp community and you kind of uh, speak quite a lot publicly around um, encouraging other companies to be B Corps or speak privately to other CEOs. We get a lot of people coming to us saying, uh, Douglas from uh, Innocent has been nudging me on on getting my company to become a B Corp. We decided to finally do it. So, you know, that's wonderful to hear. And, and Innocent as well is so open and, um, and kind of encouraging and uh, and inspiring to other companies on on how they can get involved and how they can do more. And you've got this wonderful page on your website called Things You Can Do, which shares advice for individuals and businesses as well, where you're open sourcing all of this work and these tools that I know that Innocent has worked really hard on developing, you know, things like your hero program with your suppliers, where you have a whole program of helping suppliers to measure and improve their impact which you reward them for and uh and do in a really you know kind of special Amy, innocent you've, way you've, you've worked you've worked too much with us you, you you could almost sit in my shoes doing doing my bit of the interview in terms of <laughs> you're probably over over the detail more than i am in terms of the all the things that are going on inside the company so uh, <laughs> it's, it's great right and and that's but that's coming from underneath that's not coming from me saying do this do this it, you know the, yeah. the, the, the the message though from innocent is we we want to influence wider change you do that by collaborating and and as, as i've talked about several times collaboration is at the key to this and i think mm. the next 10 years of business will be defined by way more collaboration between competitors uh between like-minded companies within the b court community what, whatever it may be because without that collaboration we're simply not going to go fast enough. And this this is not about do we need to change or don't we need to change? We need to change. This is just a this is all about how fast do we go? Do we go fast enough? And and collaboration is going to be the only way that we get there to, to get the pace of this change going quick enough. And so that's why innocent me personally as an individual, I I'm open book. Let let's let's get as much open and shared out there because you know why should everyone go through a learning curve it doesn't make sense it's not logical to, to if, if you're looking for speed absolutely like you need you need the whole herd to be going at pace absolutely pull the barriers down share be open learn learn together and uh yeah pull you know put the ladder down for people let let, let everybody kind of move forward together and as quickly as possible completely um on the context of of advice and helping other companies um one of the things we like to ask is you know look especially useful for for you having been on this journey for an innocent having been on this journey for uh, four years now of through the b corp lens um what advice would you give and we actually we um spoke to Alison Rob from Coots recently and uh, and asked her this and she said that actually you had shared some really useful advice with her on making sure to keep the whole team informed and 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 bring the team along with you on the journey and uh, and that will help to kind of keep spirits up and enthusiasm up within the within the team but um what other kind of 
you mentioned obviously mistakes along the way. What what have you learned that you would do differently? What advice would you give to other companies who are going through this certification process? I, I, can't, I can't believe other people are using my advice, so I can't give my advice <laughs> now. Um, I know I, you're going to have to I think just, of some more. I just think that I think the I think the key to it is do not underestimate how much your people want to be involved in this. Yeah, yes, everyone's busy. Yes, everyone's got busy day jobs, but the the power of B Corp. Uh, throw the problem at your teams and don't be surprised when they grab it with enthusiasm and you know some people that maybe weren't quite so motivated are suddenly really motivated because it gives them a sense of purpose around you know what what they want you know are doing alongside their day job and so the key is you in whatever company of whatever size you're in you've got a bunch of people that on the face of it, you might not know it yet, but will be very motivated to work on that journey, whether it's to get certified or whether it's post-certification to continuously improve. So kind of my message is the power of the people, you know, as, as you know, I was saying, Amy, you, you know more about it than I do sometimes because this stuff is just happening inside Innocent because people have grabbed it and, and have made it happen. You know, I, I kind of shaped the initial direction, but after that, I've been just wowed by how great, the teams have grabbed it and, and get a real sense of enjoyment and, and drive out of it. And, you know, the war on talent isn't going away and purpose-led companies that got clarity and, and if, as you say, putting their money where their mouth is or putting their score where their mouth is in the case of B Corp, you know, it, it really engenders employee loyalty. It, we're definitely attracting better talent to the business, even though we've had an amazing reputation as an employer I get people walking through the door now, you know, even at senior level saying to me, well, we weren't quite sure, you know, it, it had it changed post Founders Day, but now you're a B Corp, I, you know, and I love Innocent, I want to be part of it. You know, I, it, that, that shows me that you mean it. And, and I think that's just really powerful. So tr trust your people and let them get on with it and, and they won't let you down is my, my key message. I love it. And, and actually that brings a really interesting point. So, when Innocent and their B Corp status comes up, something that I get asked a lot is how can Innocent be a B Corp when they're owned by the parent company that they are, which is Coca-Cola? What are your views on that? Has it been a challenge for you being owned by Coca-Cola and becoming a B Corp? How has it impacted your sustainability journey? Yeah, I mean, so, so first of all, I, I, th I think when, when you're a smaller company and, and you know, innocent it's easy to get the credit you know we've, we've shaped what we've done quite well and we've done a good job and we get the credit for it i think you know all businesses are having to change materially and when you when you take you know our shareholder the reason they invested in innocent was because they wanted to you know yes we were a successful business but they also wanted to learn right what what do we need to do what 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 are we doing well relative to someone like innocent and we've had a very open and collaborative relationship with them you know, we've we've learned a ton off them. You know, the amount that they they are investing in changing and developing, you know, on the sustainability front is is hugely impressive. And and you know, on things like plant plastics, the ability for them to invest and for us to learn and collaborate with them on things like that, you know, is is hugely powerful for for the business. E equally on on you know other things, you know, around sustainable sourcing or whatever it may be, we we've been able to share back with them. So so again. It comes back to collaboration. I, I've been hugely impressed with two things. One, 
taking they take a very long-term view on you know building innocent in the right way and so to have a shareholder that has allowed me to become a b corp and to continue to invest in all the right things and grow the business in the right way and they they've been a shareholder since 2009 so this is this is 12 years we're talking about this has stood the test of time uh and you know innocence got has grown five you know we've multiplied from 100 million of turnover to 500 million of turnover during that period of time you know and done it the right way you, you know, I, th- I think is is testament to the fact that as a shareholder, that they've allowed us the freedom to to invest in the right way. So, so I, I've only got positive things to say about how they've supported us, how we openly collaborate with them, you know, behind the scenes. Obviously, as a standalone investment in their mind, you know, and we sit with all our own companies and all the rest of it is the reason, you know, and with our own brand name is the reason that we can we can you know proudly sit as a B Corp. Equally, you know, where they've got similar scenarios like that inside Coke, they're looking at say, can can those also become B Corps because they've been impressed with how they've seen it's helped us, you know, go on a continuous improvement journey. But um, yeah, that I think it's that that long term mindset and collaboration has has helped us and been powerful. And you know, that would be pretty darn cool if you could, you know, as a as a piece of the wider coca-cola ecosystem if you can then help to create positive change within other subsidiaries and within their wider organization improve you know actually look being a b corp and acting in this way is only positive to us uh and you can kind of help to be that bit of a case study or a canary or however it seemed then uh, you know all the more powerful yeah and and, uh, the the thing that i'm encouraged by is also I see the speed and commitment they've got to driving forward on on you know, the sustainability agenda as well. And you go, you know, even sitting as a B Corp with a good score, you 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 know you, you see some of the work that they're doing. You think, yeah, that's impressive. Yes, they're a big company, so yes, they have a big impact. And sitting in that in that seat is a really hard place to sit. But what I, what I absolutely do see is the willingness and commitment to drive in the right direction. You know, when I get frustrated when I see companies going. Ah, uh, that doesn't, you know, yeah, everyone's talking about it, but I'll just, I'll just maximise my profits and not worry about anything. Mm-hmm. I don't see that from our shareholder. I see our shareholder leaning in and wanting to change for the better. And and I think that's all we can ask of everybody is like, are you truly leaning in and are you truly committed to changing for the better? And whether that means becoming a B Corp, committing to sustainable development goals, or dealing with key issues in your industry or whatever it may be, you know, that there isn't a perfect company out there in the world, but. It's about commitment and pace, and 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 for me, that's that's the key message that that I will keep, you know, singing to any whoever wants to listen. <laughs> Thank you. It's good to know. It's uh, it's encouraging to hear. So, finally, um, I think my favorite question, which is, I know that you are obviously, as we've discussed, you're trying to encourage lots and lots of companies to become B Corps, but if you had what, who is your dream company that you would love to join the B Corp community? If you could pass on the baton to to one, maybe slightly unexpected company that, that you'd love to have in the community, who would that be? The, I'm going to answer it. I'm going to cop out and answer it slightly <laughs> differently. The, the, the people that I want to champion actually are the companies that if they did their score today are a big, let's call them big companies, you know, a billion pound plus companies. If they did their score today, we're only 20 points or 30 points. I, I think we've got to find a way to champion people and leaders that say, actually, I know I'm not in a very good place today, 
But over the next five years, I'm committing to shifting my company from 20 or 30 points, my billion pound plus company from 20 to 30 points to 80 points. And, and, and whilst there is you know, honor in becoming a certified B Corp, I think there's far greater honor in the people that stick their hand up and say, we're miles away, but we're, boy, are we going to try and bringing their people with them and putting the resources and energy of their company because because a few billion pound companies shifting from 20 or 30 points to 80 points is going to be way more important and impactful for the change that we need than you know, innocent continuously improving from 90 points to 95 points to 97 points or whatever it may be. So I, I, I would love to see some people visibly joining the journey with a when they're miles off but then making it after five years or seven years or whatever it takes because because again it's the journey not the destination that that actually matters it's the journey of change the commitment to change and so if if any of those are listening i i am i'm going to be your Mm -hmm. champion i'm there to support you because they're the really brave ones me me signing up innocent to be caught when i kind of knew that we'd certify without having to change what we did that's not particularly brave someone saying my company's got 20 points it's a billion pound company to change is going to be huge that's that's bravery that's real change and so those people out there that that's who i'm i'm going to be the champion of couldn't agree more it's exactly it's exactly what we need and uh those companies are most likely going to continue to exist anyway so let's pull them up and bring them on the journey and make sure that they're transforming and doing it in a way that's having positive impact more than a negative impact. Yeah. It's wonderful to hear. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for your time today and sharing all of your brilliant insights and uh, just some of the wonderful things that you're doing at Innocent. Um, We love having you in the community and wish you all the best of luck for your recertification upcoming. Thank you. And as ever, thank you for all the support Seismic have given us along the way to, 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 to make it possible because it is a lot of work. It is a commitment and, and having partners around that, that know what they're doing and can support us is, is really important as well. So thank you too. It's an absolute pleasure. Thanks so much, Douglas. Thank you for listening to the Seismic Spotlight podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Please download the other episodes in our B Corp series to listen to more inspiring stories from companies working to be the change. If you enjoyed listening to Seismic Spotlight, please subscribe to hear more. It's available on Apple and Google Podcasts and Spotify. Please share the podcast and review us with five stars if you liked it. Seismic is a sustainability consultancy that exists to change society for the better and fix our planet. We believe that business has a pivotal role and responsibility in leading the way to make this happen. Everything we do is about helping businesses to prosper by becoming an increasingly impactful force for good. We urge you to change the way you do business. Your stakeholders, your shareholders, and the planet will thank you.